Hi, this is Chris, host of CT Small Business Presents, where we get to know your favorite Connecticut small businesses, as well as the ones you may not know. We get to know their passions, their business, their story. Thanks for listening, and let's get into the episode. Hi, this is uh, Chris. On today's episode, I have Daniel Flynn from DRF Consulting. How are you, Dan? Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. So, Dan, I was actually looking up some information about your business. So, I I run a full-service bookkeeping payroll compliance company, uh, and I specialize in the Connecticut brewery industry. So, I work with over 25 breweries in Connecticut. So, I do pretty much... The easiest way to explain it is I do pretty much everything other than your year-end tax return. Yeah. So, like I said, full-service bookkeeping, payroll, and then I have a whole arm of my business which is dedicated to compliance that breweries have to deal with, which is monthly excise returns, quarterly excise returns, bottle deposit return, all these things that breweries are forced to deal with that cost them money. And I, I manage that for, like I said, over 25 breweries in Connecticut. Yeah. It's probably a lot of stuff people would only like, would even think of mm-hmm. like in general. Like I would, I would, I completely forget like the local breweries, you have like a five cent deposit. Yeah. You can actually like recycle them at the, the stores, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. It's, it's a lot of stuff that the brewery owners themselves don't want to deal with. So I manage it for them. Yeah. And then I just tell them what the damage is and they continue doing what they're supposed to do. Make, yeah. make beer. So I, I was reading up on you a little bit, and I saw that before focusing on like the local community, you had like a, a little bit of a bank like a banking background. Yep, yep. I was a I was a corporate guy for three years out of college. I I worked for uh, U.S. Trust, just private wealth management, and I hated it. Yeah. So um, didn't didn't last very long. It's, you know, I worked for U.S. Trust as part of Bank of America, so mm-hmm. like literally the biggest employer, biggest bank. Yeah, like, so yeah. it was a lot of, um, I had 500 bosses, I had red tape and all training and all that stuff that everyone hates about corporate America. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do very well there and I didn't last very long. Yeah. So no, before I understand that completely because before I got, you know, the job I have now, I worked retail and I was, by the end of it, I, I was disgruntled. So it's just like, it actually like you want to folk, like it caused me want to focus on like CT small business, you know, focus on local stuff. And like all that, you know, like spending it, spending my time at, you know, like your local breweries, uh, showing information on, you know, restaurants and all that kind of stuff, you know, I'd rather do like specifically focus on that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's way, it's way better. Yeah, definitely. I see you have, uh, four core values on your business. I do. Well. Yeah. So I saw like, uh, repeat them back to me. Cause yeah, I forget. That's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'll, re- I'll the only reason why I write it down because I know I forget. You got the transparency, yep. the adaptability, accountability, and integrity. Yep. So the the, the core of that is um, I'm not I'm not afraid to mess up and admit when I mess up. Yeah. Because like a, a lot of what I do is either detail oriented or you know it's a lot of math. It's a lot of compliance stuff. And when I mess up, I'll admit that I messed up. So oh, yeah. that's the whole transparency thing, accountability. It's the same thing. It's just you know I'm not afraid to mess up yeah no i get it it's the only way you're sometimes it's the way you learn is yeah literally by unfortunately messing up here and there you know but uh you know i was actually listening to so i do some little research on people when when i have them on i I actually heard you on uh will sis's uh oh yeah a couple years back yeah he's for people that don't know will sis is actually 
The beer snob. The beer snob. He, yep. I know he wrote for. I don't know if he still does, but I Republic, know he wrote Republican for American. Republican American. Yeah. And he, I know he's got a, a book regarding Connecticut breweries. Mm-hmm. The how I actually found out about Will was through a mutual friend. We used to do what was called the Penguin Plunge. You jump yeah, in, yeah, yeah, you jump yeah, yeah, in the yeah. lake for no, I've seen lake, that. Yeah. for the Special Olympics, and yep. he actually he was like, "Oh, I'll do that with uh, through a mutual friend." He was like, "I'll do that." And yeah. that's how we became friendly. Yeah. And everything like that. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years, but uh, it's kind of fun. What I thought it was interesting was when you're on it, it was like beginning of COVID. So we were expecting like two yeah. months, three months, four months, hopefully, and get back to mm-hmm. somewhat normal. Yeah. Normalcy, you know? Now, uh, how how do you feel that after COVID, that it got, has it gotten back to no, not normal, but. So I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you what happened. So when they closed down all restaurants and breweries, it was March 15th, 2020. Mm-hmm. That weekend I got five or six or seven calls from breweries mm-hmm. saying, we love you. We love what you're doing for us, but you're fired because yeah. we can't, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if we can afford to pay you. So I was sitting on, on my couch in my apartment thinking, all right, well, there goes my business. It's gone. Mm-hmm. And then you know, by the, by the fall of that year, they had all come back, come back to you. Yeah. So, cause, cause breweries got creative and they figured, yeah. figured out ways to make money, you know, whether it was to go or delivery or all these things that they were getting creative with. And then they made enough money and then I got rehired by rehired all of them. back. Yeah. yeah. I remember it was, they got creative with like the, the, the delivery Yeah. and how just, I remember, I think it was the, was it the guild that helped them with the, mm-hmm. yep. the, the, we, the new laws or Yep, we got help from from Phil at the Guild, who basically pushed through a law that you're allowed to self distribute to basically residential places, yeah. which was not a thing before. And it helped restaurants too, because restaurants could start selling like cocktails to go and all this stuff. They made it a lot easier. For oh yeah, them. I do remember that. I forgot that they yeah. started doing that. I felt yeah. Felt like... So that was that was very helpful during a really bad time. Oh but, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it it all came back. So yeah, no, definitely. That definitely did. I I didn't know in general how businesses and would yeah. hopefully bounce back. Yeah, and the, the good the good thing about about my business is I I brand myself and I specialize in breweries, mm-hmm. but I also work with all other types all of small businesses. businesses. Yeah. yeah, so I have I have auto body shops, I have gyms, I have way I have tons of different businesses Is- that have nothing to do and that weren't affected as poorly as breweries were yeah. during COVID. So that kind of helped me stay afloat. Oh, good. It's always yeah. a plus to for that kind of stuff. I didn't know how anyone was going to make it, like especially small businesses. Yeah. Actually, part of the reason, one of the original names for CT CT Small Business Presents was the idea was to actually have, when the pandemic was over, have like craft shows and breweries and mm-hmm. like hardcore sweet cupcakes and like yep. small places like that. It'll be, you know, be CT Small Business Presents craft show at a brewery or whatever mm-hmm. the name was yeah so i'm glad like they, they i've seen a lot of it coming back now with like a lot of craft shows yeah uh food trucks yep it's all it's stuff. all coming back so do it's you f- how do you feel that uh breweries in general have a positive impact on local businesses even like on your business huge positive impact on my business because oh, yeah. it is my business but Definitely. i mean it's a, it's a billion dollar industry in, in connecticut alone so and there's 
they provide jobs they provide community it's great and like yeah. do you ever have a bad time at a brewery no Probably not i've had every every experience i've ever had or one was always yeah. positive yeah so i think it it does I, I think there's room for one in every town and there's some towns that have several and there are still some towns that don't have any yeah. so i you know I, I get this i get the question a lot of like you know have we reached a bubble or is it like burst yeah. or there are too many it's like no every time i say no because yeah. you can have you can have one or two in every single town and in places like hartford or stanford or new haven you can have five six seven yeah. and they all make money and they don't go at each other's necks and the community just does really well all together yeah it so, seems it seems like they like to actually support each other yeah and it's, like it's they're beautiful you know, i seen you know cross promotion and promoting yeah. and i seen you know, can releases in between. Yeah, they'll they'll work together. You know, they'll make work beers together. together. Yeah, it's, it's great. Funny, it's funny that you said that because actually that was going to be one of my questions. If you felt like at some point there would be maybe an oversaturation of breweries, you know? No. Like, Short answer, no. Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, I was thinking about it as I was going to ask you. It was like, kind of like, I can see no because, like, there's not, you know, if you look at, like, pizzerias or, like, yeah. ice cream shops, there's never, like too many right like even though yeah. there could be hundreds i think it's gonna it's gonna slow down so the trajectory like obviously when when i started my business there was maybe 30 or 40 in connecticut mm-hmm. and then it kind of skyrocketed from like 2017 18 19 20 yeah so i think it's gonna plateau a bit and slow down but i don't think that you know they're the, the ones that are going to close down are because they're not running their business as well it's, it's, it's not going to be because it's oversaturated yeah you know, I was another question I was wondering is, how do you think they can save money? Would you think it'd be like, say, uh, canning their own bottles instead of like renting someone out, not renting someone out, yeah. hiring someone? Yeah, to... that's so. That's that's kind of something that every brewery has to look at individually because there are companies that you can contractors that you can hire. You know, they bring a whole team, they bring all their equipment, they'll can for you, but they're wildly expensive. So you have to kind of weigh that with investing in buying your own canning line. Yeah. So I've I've had clients that have done both, and you know you don't really know until a few years down the line. Like especially if you're financing a canning line, mm-hmm. you're not going to know right away until you know several years down the line if it, it made, if it made sense. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a company called Ironheart Canning. Have you heard of Ironheart? No, I haven't. They're all over. They they do a lot of breweries and they do a great job but they're very expensive you get what you pay for but you know it's it's that or you know you got to spend 50 50,000 75,000 on a canning line so you kind of got to yeah. weigh your options i think another part might be you know how much space you know like yeah. I don't know if that has anything to do with like yeah mo- most of know. them aren't they don't take up that much space so that's well depends because a lot of them are small a lot of breweries are really in like tiny locations yeah. so I think the biggest one I've probably been into that I know maybe two roads or, you know, like that's, that tends to be one of the yeah. most pop popular ones. You know, I know they have area two, which is yeah. right now. I don't know if it's the same company, right? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Same company. Um, I actually went, I went to their Oktoberfest last year. It was awesome. Oh, did you? Awesome. I know they just had a show over the weekend. Yeah. Um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, is it road jam, right? Road what jam. Yeah. Everyone loves that. Yeah, it seems yeah. like a extremely popular thing because I have a few friends that are vendors that are actually coming yeah. on the show. They they vend there like every oh, year. Oh, awesome! Yeah. So in a couple of weeks, I'm gonna have Tipsy Gypsy. 
Oh. She makes jewelry and everything yeah. like that. I'm sure you probably we, know her. We know her, yeah, yeah. She's actually going to be on my show in uh, about a month or so. That's amazing. Oh, I definitely will. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I have a... I work in ophthalmology. I was talking to one of our, our receptionists, and I saw her her pendant. I go, is that Tipsy Gypsy? And she goes, why, yes, it is. And it's just her... Somehow, her father was at some sort of you know, corporate event, and she... I didn't go in detail of what, how she was there, but I'm going to bring it up to her, obviously. Should we get Lindsay on here? Yeah. So definitely. one of her best friends is Lindsay. She owns um, it's like Wild Heart. Wild Heart. It's a, it's, a, it's a food truck, but it's a okay. like a clothing clothing boutique. Oh, okay. Yeah, truck. I never heard of that one. Yeah. yeah. So, so there are a lot of the same yeah. events as Gypsy. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah, I'll have to check her out then. Oh, my God. What's it called? I'll give it to you. Yeah, you'll get it to me. See, this is the part where I get awkward. Like, oh, I forget that I'm talking, and yeah, no, don't worry and I get busy talking to someone else, you know. So, what do you have a? Uh, I know you, you clearly have to enjoy beer, and you're you must frequent, you know. Now, do you have a favorite uh, beer or anything like that? Um, I can't say which is my favorite, and because I'll offend some oh, of my yeah, clients. That but makes sense. No, no, I, I, I mean. I don't actually don't drink as much beer as I used to, no. just for physical reasons. Yeah, you know, no, can, I get you know, it. Especially this the stuff that I like, it's like you know four or five hundred calories. Yeah, it, it adds up. Yeah, I get it. I, I gained like sixty pounds just during COVID, so I. Uh, It'll happen. I have to watch what I like you said, like. But yeah, intake. it's it's um. There's definitely a lot of benefits. Um, you know, I try to make my meetings in the morning. Mm-hmm. Because then I'm not forced to drink. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes sense. I didn't even think about that part. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I I'll leave my clients in every time. They're like, oh, I'll take a four pack, take, a, take, take, take this or take yeah, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I always, you know, what I thought found is interesting is the artwork on the the cans. Oh yeah, it's awesome. In the names that they come up with. Yeah, and that's yeah. honestly one of my favorite things about working in this industry is, and I'm I'm a perfect example. But like, there's so many different other businesses that have been born out of the craft beer yeah. industry. I mean, me, I'm an example. And then there's the people who do the canning work. There's people who do the canning lines. All these other, like, industries that kind of popped out of nowhere. People who do merchandise. Yeah. It's, and, it's beautiful. And they can totally base them on, yeah. you know, small, like you, like you, not like you, but, like, many businesses based on small breweries and everything like that, you know? Yeah. Not only that, you know, they have, like, a lot of food trucks that come. Exactly. Now they have actual, like, you know, a lot of places have... Like uh, Bad Sons in in uh, mm-hmm. in Sonia or no Derby, they have now they have Rosalind Pizza in like you know like that actual. What is what know. is the last? What does the N and the S stand for? We were just talking about this on the way over here. What is the N and the S for? N, Naugatuck. It was Naugatuck. You're in, wrong. In Shelton. <laughs> so what's the first S? It's no, it's it's. I know it's Beacon Falls and Sonia, Seymour. Seymour, uh, Oxford, yeah. Naugatuck, in in uh, the one I just said, Shelton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, we, we, we weren't even close. You know, we got I, like two of those. I love like looking up stuff in like just like the nonsensical like trivia, yeah. especially with like local stuff. I love local stuff. Yeah. But what I actually do is on the side, I'll I'll flip stuff. So I'll go to like a lot of antique shops and sell it to them. You know, like or flea markets. But what what I've what my hobby became too was, I'll I'll find, I try to stay away from like, like glassware, but it's a lot of like uh, vintage photography or like, uh like a perfect example is I found, 
before Derby was called Derby, it was called Birmingham. Really? And there was this there was this thing. It's called you know like the Freemasons. Yes. It was pre Freemasons, and it was this little like they're not even around anymore. They think they ended like the early 1900s. And this giant plaque of of Birmingham and everything like that. So I I actually find it and I give it to the the local historical societies because I rather have them. Yeah. You know, show properly show the artwork or whatever than some Joe Smo hanging on their right. their wall, and then if you at some point you probably end up in the garbage, and like, of course, you know, if they pass and someone's like, oh, just throw this away, like that's history, like you know, you know, I I, I love like going back to the names of the of the cans, like mm-hmm. puff puffin puffin pass, uh. Ice Cream Man, so many like different. Yeah, like... I mean, and, and it's amazing what they let them get away with. Like, are, are you familiar with Twelve Percent? Yeah, like they literally had a beer called Fuck Twenty Twenty, <laughs> and do it was remember, printed on the can, that. and then they did another one called Fuck Twenty Twenty One. Yeah, it's like how do you get away with how that? How do you get? Yeah, it's just like I wonder, and like I love the, I think like even like I think the the can work like the artwork could yeah. be like collectible if you know. Oh yeah, you know because I know some at some point people do collect. You know, vin- you know, say vintage bear cans. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised there's someone collecting like craft brewery cans. Yeah. You know, like and you could just peel them off, put yeah. them in a book or something. Now, uh, going back to like the bear culture, is there like you know, it's like, like say there's like a a vibe of uh, what the people like the I'm drawing a blank again, Dan Daniel, of like uh, like the culture of the breweries and like what keeps people calling going back and like that kind of stuff. Honestly, I think, and this sounds like a very cliche answer, but it's about the people. Yeah. Like it's, it's like you, your favorite restaurant. You go there because you love the bartender yeah. or you love the, the the chef. So it's the same thing with breweries. Like, and a lot of my clients are awesome, but like the ones that I always go back to are the people that I really like hanging out with. Oh yeah, you so, become friendly with them. You become, exactly, you become literally you become. Your friends and family. Yeah. So I think it, it, it at the end of the day, it all boils down to the people. Yeah. You think there was after COVID or say during COVID and when it's finally like letting up a little bit, mm-hmm. you think there was some sort of like uh pent upness to get back into the breweries? Yes. I, and I, I see it because I see all the numbers. Yeah. So for example, this year, just looking at numbers of sales for breweries, like February, March, April of this year, it just went. That straight way. up straight up oh good like yeah. i i uh it's it's it seems like there's so much more going on yeah and it, it's the whole thing with like the weather too like if it's nice out and mm-hmm. the, the warmer it gets especially if a brewery has like a nice outdoor patio and stuff like that yeah. then they'll do so much better yeah i've seen like some amazing ones like dockside in milford very probably, cool place hands down probably the best like literally like you said patio yeah and their and their pizza's good yeah which you don't really, you know, a lot of the, them like will partner with, you know, whatever, and they make their own food there, and it's actually really good. Yeah. So, and it helps being on the water. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So location is big too. Yeah, it's definitely good. I, I actually I never heard heard to heard about them until like maybe last year. Yeah. I was actually driving by for something, and I was like, oh, I gotta visit this because it just yeah. looked like literally like it's literally on the like you said it's on the yeah, water. Yeah, no, it's so. it's really nice. And then there's another one. Um, in Milford, Tribus. Shout out to Tribus. Oh yeah, I actually was there. Like I was talking to Taylor before. I do photography on the side, yep. just you know, amateurish. Yeah. 
and I, I love like portraits of like taking portraits of people, everything mm-hmm. like that. I actually was there actually it was last September. They actually had a, a wrestling event. Oh yeah. And they actually, yeah, had, they put the whole thing. The, whole, yeah. the ring is like literally like, yeah, those like, guys are like nuts. standing right there. And like, what I do is I go and like, I, I go and take photos for, not for mm-hmm. them, you know, like take photos and I'll shoot them a message here. Take the photos wherever mm-hmm. you want, just yeah. do whatever you want with it. But like I know they're having uh, the best tri- the best uh, trivia ever is you know you should have him on yeah Ken Ken, Ken Ken who runs BT which is a DRF consulting client I was out to yeah. out to reach out to him yeah and like you know because actually that event was pre COVID and then you know like then COVID happened and they uh, they obviously couldn't do it and they pushed it back and they pushed it back again. The reason why I found out because I follow one of the guys. His name is Jake Manning. Is he's literally like a uh, Boy Scout or not? It's a, a Eagle Scout, and like he literally just comes out to to uh, John Mellencamp's small town, Ooh. and he just comes out. It just he just it just to me it just it like that's the reason why I started watching from when I was a kid. Was just I went to some random show. And he was there. I was like, oh, this guy seems interesting. I like weird, yeah. off the wall like characters and people and. So ever since then, I've just been going and helping him take photos, that kind of stuff. But I, I know they're uh, September twenty second is when it is. So not that I have cool. a weird memory of that either. Do you have any special events coming up that you that you know of of like any breweries? I don't think so. One of my clients is um, Camp Current, which is a nonprofit in okay. Farmington. It's a free. Oh, I just saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, it's the, it's the oldest free day camp in the country, oldest and largest free day camp mm-hmm. in the country. So, um, we're doing a brewery series where we go to a brewery once a month, and we'll just set up a table mm-hmm. and we'll have like all swag and all this cool stuff and talk about camp. So, we'll be at Center Street in Wallingford, Wallingford on right. Thursday. I haven't been there yet. You got to go. Yeah, it's the best. It's probably- is it? Yeah. N- nicest. Um, shout out to Center Street. One of the nicest family run businesses of all time. The owner and his son works there. His wife works there. It's awesome. Yeah. There's a, uh, actually on Center Street in Wallingford, there's actually a place called It's a Toy Life. And like he, yep. Uh, yep. and he actually goes to uh, Black Hog mm-hmm. and a couple, like a Sunday a month and he plays some, whatever. I forget what the game was called. But all, it's like a family-friendly event. You just all they bring the kids. Yeah. Now, of course, you have food trucks there, and like it's just like, it's amazing that you, it's that it's still weird to me at the same time. I don't know why that you can actually bring kids and like there no one like thinks twice of it. Maybe because the, our generation, like, it was not frowned upon, but it was just like, like what do, what do you like? What are these kids doing here? Like kind of stuff. We love Wallingford. Taylor lives right near Wallingford, and I'm. I'm from Cheshire, obviously, yeah. so we're in Wallingford a lot. Oh yeah, I actually worked in uh, Meriden mm-hmm. for a while, for years, and actually that's how we got to know Wallingford a lot better. I didn't mm-hmm. realize there were so many great places in Wallingford. Yeah, it's great. Like the eatery. I I go, oh, I love the eatery. Yeah, I go there all the time. I uh, I I go to Red Scroll, the record shop. Yeah. So I, yep. collect, I collect records, yep. so I like mm-hmm. I will go and like find like I like old school like punk and like hip hop, so I'll yep. go and like look for stuff there. And you gotta go. Actually, you gotta go to Center Street, dude. Yeah, I definitely have to. You have to. Uh, maybe this weekend I have some time. Tell him. Tell him I sent you. Yeah, I definitely will. You know, I think what helps too is they actually have now they have the train system. I get claustrophobic in, in the cars, 
So I'll actually use that train to go like Hartford if I have to go like, and I'll just literally walk downtown and stop yeah. at City Stream Brewery or like I'll stop by like, yeah, I actually went to, uh, part of the thing I do is for CT Small Business, actually I go to like uh, Comic-Cons and I'll use press passes and I'll take photos and I'll release it. And I went to the Comic-Con, the Connecticut up there. So it was a really good time. And that was back when they actually had, uh, they had at the same time, they actually had food trucks like a food truck uh, festival along the river, like literally going, but I think they stopped doing it unfortunately since mm-hmm. then. So it's just, it's a good time, but it's like, that was pre like pre COVID yeah. unfortunately. Now, uh, how, I know you work with the Connecticut Brewers Guild. I do. Now, uh, how, how exactly, how do they work with you, you as well? So I, I do their, all their bookkeeping and, okay. um, you know, I help them with, memberships and invoicing and all stuff like that and um there's they have a legislative committee that i'm a mm-hmm. part of oh, so that? yeah so we we phil and i've gone to meet with senators and all of that to talk about you know putting laws into place that yeah. help the industry i so, didn't know until recently they're actually i didn't realize what they did until I yeah they were yeah just a it's, small like group of like yeah, there's there's a there's a strong um, legal aspect to it yeah. because Connecticut has historically had very um, difficult laws with breweries, and Phil's done a great job in the guild of getting new laws put mm-hmm. in place that you know, for example, we had um, we upped the limit a couple of years ago of like how much beer you could take out of a brewery. They used, yeah. to, they used to have like a really low limit, which was like. I think it was 49th or 50th in the mm-hmm. country. We were literally last of how much beer you could take yeah. out of a brewery. So we got that upped so you can take more beer out. Like I mentioned before, there's there's excise taxes that you have to pay every month mm-hmm. and every quarter, which I manage a lot for for breweries. And so we've been working on getting that rate lowered yeah. to a more you know reasonable level that other states are paying. So Phil does a, a lot of uh, good work. With, yeah, he with that. he seems like it's like nonstop and like it's always like. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't realize how big they were and like with the government and like oh, changing yeah. laws, not changing like adjusting laws, should I say? Yeah, it's it's not easy. It's it's a challenge, but he he does a good job. Yeah, I remember what you were saying. I remember the, I remember the the, I don't want to call it a fight, but like the it seemed like he had so many issues trying to get like change the law for the the out you know like the the mm-hmm. letting the alcohol out like. How, how much you can bring out of a, yeah or i can bring out of a brewery yeah so. it was it was tough it was tough but he, he he does a great job and they they just um they just had the change in the air festival this oh past yeah in, in uh stratford new haven new haven that's yeah. what i was thinking of yeah. you know i was still thinking of uh two roads i was two still roads, thinking yeah. from before road, road jam yeah but um change in the air was great that's a that's a great festival um and we had we had sponsorships from like big breweries too. It was, yeah. it was awesome. I didn't go, but I was helping. You know, helping like yeah, yeah I know I get it. I see. Uh, I've seen everyone literally posting about it like over the weekend yeah. on social media. Yeah, like, it was. It's a big one. It seemed like every. It literally seemed like everyone was there. Mm-hmm. So like you know, all my friends went. Yep. You know, I unfortunately I didn't, but like I saw other friends, a lot of vendors, like you know, like in Tipsy Gip Gypsy. She's was probably there. there yeah. So sure it was sure. just nonstop. I see. I swear, I see that girl everywhere. She is everywhere. Like she's like nonstop. Her like I love her bus. 
that yeah. she she drives around in the little yeah. uh, gypsy 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 vehicle there. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a good idea. It's good yeah. business. <laughs> definitely, definitely is. It's just I love it. I love stuff like that. You know, yeah. best ways to support I think is always yeah, small. Just, just you know, keep just post everyone. Just yeah. post everyone. That's what I do. I I post my clients all the time. I post people that aren't my clients. Yeah. Just repost everything. I always like. I don't think people. I think sometimes forget when. Uh, when you support local, it goes back to the community. You know, taxes are a big oh, yeah. business plan. You know, like you people forget when you get if the business goes out, a lot of it falls on you know you or me or yeah, you know that kind of stuff. Or uh, you know, like uh, your local baseball team. You know, who, who do you see on the back of their t-shirt or the t-shirt? Yeah. It's it's uh, the local pizza place, mm-hmm. the local. Uh, establishment it's, yep. it's like everywhere you know people forget it's a lot of it's community building as well so it that it, it, people i think forget sometimes how involved they could be you know right. so now uh daniel where else where can i find you online if if someone was to hire you uh instagram on instagram a lot drf consulting i have a website drfconsults.com i'm i'm big on instagram yeah but you know as i find that when i even do my stuff on instagram and facebook i found like Instagram is more related to like younger and in the Facebook, yeah. I don't get that much traction. Do you want to know? Let me tell you. Let me ask myself a question. How did you grow your business? Instagram. I direct message breweries all over the state mm-hmm. in other states. I literally will just send them a message and be like, hey, this is what I do. I work with 20 some odd breweries in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Send me a message. And that's like how I grew my business. Yeah. It's funny that you In, say that. Instagram DMs. Yeah, it's that funny. easy. It's funny that you say that because I did the same exact thing to yeah. like TT Small Business. How do you think I found you? Yeah, it's like a little side project. Same thing. Yeah. And I just literally like I in the beginning I posted, "Who wants me to visit your your restaurant?" Yeah, and I was in your DMs like that day. Was I? Were you? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm in everyone's DMs. Yeah, but uh, I was like, oh, you know, then a lot of people like so I ended up going to. There was actually so many I couldn't keep up. Yeah, because it's only like literally, literally me. Make it's a spreadsheet. Just, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good. I guess that's a good idea. I should. I should get you. That way, I can you can direct me to the right. Yep. The right direction of everything small business. Yeah, it's 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 like when you you know you don't have to spend that much money on marketing if mm-hmm. you just because there's so many things you can do that are free. Yeah. So my two biggest things of growing my business again, I'm asking myself. No, you're okay. Was I. Uh, direct message companies I want to work mm-hmm. with or I would go in person and just show up. Just show up? Yeah. So like Tribus, for example. Mm-hmm. I just walked in there one day and I started talking with one of the bartenders. Turns out he was one of the owners. Mm-hmm. Told him what I did. You know, a couple weeks later, they're a client. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, it's funny that you say that because I was talking to Lou beforehand and you know, I just started the podcast. I'm, I'm an awkward human being, as you can tell. But like uh, one of the things I was looking for, I know I'm just literally starting. Yeah. And like it might be hard to get sponsorships and ads. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yo, just uh, DM someone, or like literally just go and ask." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, I didn't think about that. You know, that much of just literally just show up at a uh, say a bar or okay, like, hey, you want to do this and that." And yeah, you gotta ask. You gotta sh- shoot your shot, man. So, you gotta ask. Yeah, sometimes that's how like you like how you started. Sometimes that's all you gotta do to get started and everything. It definitely helps. You gotta try. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's it'll get you to the next stop. Send me an invoice for a sponsorship, by the way. I I will, definitely. So I, f- uh, I figured you would. Yeah, I'll I'll get you out. 
So Daniel, thanks for uh, coming out. Thanks for having me. I appreciate me. it. Yeah. So we'll Good see. time. Definitely. Thanks.